the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. Six oh five, New York City. Happy Friday! I am sitting at my desk, and you know what? I am um, I'm not dressed up today. I am not wearing a suit and tie. And everyone, uh, both like in the office and uh, at the uh, the deli up the block, is that what you call it? A deli? I don't know. It's called Manhattan Cafe. Um, <clears throat> they're like they didn't even recognize me. I was wearing a baseball hat and. They're like, oh, and you got the day off? No, just the opposite. Actually, I had like so much work to do that I wanted to. It was like cleaning the um, cleaning the garage. Like I just, I just wanted to come in here and roll up my sleeves and just dig in, and I did. Um, I would uh, like to uh, welcome Mr. Uh, Sam Bellino back behind the. Uh... Hello, happy Friday, sir. How you doing there, Matthew? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. You got some. Uh, you got some things lined up with your beautiful daughter this weekend. Uh, always, we may have some friends over tomorrow for our friendsgiving. A little. Oh uh, yeah. Now that was a, a word that didn't exist not that long ago, as far as I know, anyway. Yes, that's true. But you know, it's it's nice to do a little Listen, something I'm, with the friends. I'm all signed up for it. I think we're doing a, a friendsgiving on the Friday after Thanksgiving, maybe out in Long Island. And speaking of Long Island, Friday night. In the house, we have LJA, better known as Luca Joseph Idala. Hello, Luca. Hi. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. How do you feel about going um, out to Long Island after uh, uh, the day after Thanksgiving? I feel pretty happy, though. Sounds like a good idea? Yes. You know, Luca and I driving to school this morning, um, we were listening to uh, uh, AFA, Ask Frank Anything, and it was a great question that a caller uh, asked and Luca, what were the three questions they want to know? The happiest, saddest, and scariest part of your life. Days, of, yeah, the happiest, the saddest, and the scariest uh, days of your life. And the happiest, uh, if I was going to re-ask that question, I would eliminate the day your child was born and maybe your wedding day because they're. You know, those are the go-to get days, and and I would say that the happiest day of my life was when Luca was born, and and I became a father. It just, Sam Bellino, it doesn't it turn your world into it's, a. It's an unreal feeling, and yeah. I would have to equate that to the first time I saw my wife walking down the aisle on our wedding day. Yeah, the only difference is, and I'm not minimizing it, is the miracle of birth. I mean, yes. 
a woman getting all dressed up and walking down the aisle is 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 a special special thing. But like watching a woman having this big bulge in front in her, and then a live thing comes out, and then the part of it is that really is unique is it's this live thing that barely looks human. And within seconds, at least my experience and Matt, you could chime in. There's a part of your heart that opens up that you didn't know existed. Like you thought you knew what love was correct until that moment. Right. There's nothing, you know, when I I look at my daughter, like she is my whole world because she is, she is, she is, because because she is, it's a feeling like, like none other. And um, so Luca and I, we went through that. And it was interesting because, Luca, you struggled a little bit with what was the happiest day of your life because you said, thank God, at 16 years old, you've had many happy days. But what did you eventually rely on as the happiest day of your life that you were able to articulate? Um, when I got accepted into the National Honor Society. Yeah, and that that's a pretty big deal, Luca, because I when I was your age, I couldn't even spell National Honor Society, let alone be inducted into it. Um and, you know, uh, the saddest day is, you know, that varies from person to person. The scariest for me was so simple. And I hope Marianne's not going to get mad. I think she's doing homework with Arthur. But because sometimes she doesn't like me sharing these things. But when Arthur was born, he uh, he waited a minute and I think it was a minute and 30, a minute and 40 seconds to decide he was going to be part of this world. He was very happy inside of mommy's world. And when he came out into the atmosphere, unlike Luca, who came out yelling and screaming, and I calmly got the cut of his umbilical cord, uh, Arthur caused a little bit of a scene that first minute and a half, a minute and 40. And the reason why I know it is I was recording it, uh, audio recording it, and you could hear the commotion in the room. And again, it goes back to my what I was saying originally, which is this: the miracle of birth is this human, this thing that's barely human comes out, and you have so much love for something and you know, he was a little touch and go for that minute and 40 seconds. And it was, it was beyond scary. It was terrifying. And then literally two minutes after his, uh, his entrance into the world, I was told by the pediatrician quote, he has five minutes to get from inside of her world to our world. And it took him a minute and a half. He's totally fine. But Sam Bellino, those were the longest and scariest ninety okay. seconds, one hundred and ten seconds, by far of my. I cried all day, right? All day, on and off and on and off. Um, and then a combination, you know, the sadness I was thinking of was nine eleven. But on the actual day of nine eleven, was there was too much insanity going on. Um, the the sadness kind of set set in. But I thought it was a great question. I don't know if that question won the contest, but it was a uh, it, it was a great question. And I challenge those of you who are home. You know, every day I find out there are more and more listeners, uh, which really is encouraging, and it, it's it's an honor. I mean, so, I mean, who wants to hear what I have to say? But obviously, there are people out there who do want to hear what I have to say. Um, and you know, sometimes I get a little complaint that you know we don't really take many phone calls. It's because I am always trying to educate you and, and or. Not that I know so much stuff, but maybe you'll hear something here that you don't hear elsewhere or inform you of something. Um, And I love to make you think. Um, And, you know, the show goes by relatively quickly for us. I hope it goes by quickly for you guys as well. 
But, you know, if you think right now while you're cooking dinner or driving home or pouring yourself a Padre Lou libation, which we'll talk about in a little while, and think about those three things. The happiest day in your life. Now take out the childbirth. Take out the wedding. I have an easy answer, and you guys celebrated with me uh, two days ago. Uh, it was the day I passed the bar exam. That was November 16th, 1992, was the happiest day of my life. I was, the degree of relief was on a whole other level. Um, but right now, in your own brain, we got two minutes left, and then we're going to go to, uh, we're going to have some special guests here from the, the area right where I'm at, and we'll, whatever, we're going to have a little bit of a fun show. Um, but think about it. The happiest day, the saddest day, and the scariest day. Um, I just want to throw out a quick statistic um, because I keep hearing about crime, 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 and I get it. And I, you know, we had the the deputy mayor on uh, on Wednesday uh, of operations, and everyone's talking about the good old days during the Giuliani administration when we were so much safer. And so here's the height of the Giuliani administration: ninety six, ninety seven, ninety eight, and ninety nine. These are the major the major crime index. 96, 276,000 major crimes. 97, 240,000 major crimes. 98, 212,000 major crimes. 99, 194,000 major crimes. 2000, right before 9-11, 185,000 major crimes. Now, it goes down every year from Giuliani through Bloomberg through de Blasio, and everyone says, oh, when de Blasio came in, crime went up. No. When de Blasio came in, it was 111,000 major crimes in his first year. His second year, it was 106,000 major crimes. His second year, 105,000 major crimes. 2016, 101. 2017, 96,000. 2018, 95,000. It kept going down and down and down. Uh, And then it was really... The real big uptick goes from 95,000 major crimes to 102,000 in 2021. But And we don't have the 2022 statistics, obviously. But in 2021, there were 102,000 major crimes. And in 2000, right when Giuliani's leaving, when he's had all, and when it, crime is at its lowest, it's 184,000. Close to double. The major crimes. I mean, from 102 to 1999, it was 195. So almost double. So I'm a little tired. And now these are the NYPD statistics. I don't know if they're accurate or they're inaccurate, but I'm a little tired of people creating, creating facts. These are these are these facts, and I'll just give you one more fact. 2000, there were 673 murders. 673 murders. And in 2020, there were 462. It's a big difference. Big difference. So let's stick with the facts. Let's have some fun for the rest of the show. We're going to bring back the owners and the the operators of the Lambs Club. And we're going to talk about great New York experiences. Don't go away. So I am wearing a T-shirt. Uh, here in the office. It's an Idola Bertuna and Cameron's t-shirt. And as great as my doctor's report says I was, and I'm in, I'm in good shape, you know, when you wear a t-shirt, it's, you're not hiding anything. In other words, it's kind of a tight t-shirt. And even though it's black and it's supposed to be slimming, eh, 
I, I, I have to do better. Let's do it that way. And there is a direct relations to shipped from, I believe, from being overweight to your health. So I am technically overweight. I technically, Sambolino, I mean, you saw me a couple of days ago. Do you know, statistically speaking, I'm obese? No. I mean, yeah, if you're I, obese and I'm I, gargantuan. Well, I am, for my age and height, I weigh about 18 pounds more than I should. I should weigh about 179, 180 pounds, and I weigh about 200 pounds. Uh, and I believe if you're 20 pounds over your ideal weight, you're obese. So I got to work on it. Um, I would look very different if I lost those 20 pounds, but <laughs> let's see what happens. The one thing I'm trying to do is stay healthy. Yesterday was Ariana's birthday. It was unbelievable. I want to be around for a long time to watch that young lady grow up, that little, little angel girl of mine. If I'm not around to make decisions, who will make them for me? Well, I know who will make them for me if I'm not around. Marianne Bertuna, my wife. You know why? Because I have a power of attorney. I have a healthcare proxy. I have a will. I have a living will. And that's what you need as well. The goals of Connors and Sullivan attorneys are always to protect your rights and interests. They've been helping people like you plan their estates and protect their families for over 40 years. Visit them for a free no obligation, free consultation. Call Connors and Sullivan and schedule a free in-person initial consultation with an attorney at any of their convenient locations in Brooklyn, Manhattan, Queens, and Staten Island. Call 718-238-6500, 718-238-6500. Visit their website, connorsandsullivan.com. And remember what Mike Connor says, the biggest mistake when it comes to estate planning is not planning at all. First, we decide where we want to go. Then we need to know the best way to get there. Hi, my name is Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold. We're the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. We teach people how to own physical gold and silver. Now, we've won the Best of TrustLink Award four years in a row because we educate our clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. We don't pay celebrity spokespeople millions of dollars. We'd rather pass that value on to you. Call 800-900-8000 and speak with one of our experts. We'll send you a free gold kit along with my latest number one national best-selling book, The Great Devaluation. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Get the best information, the best process, the best service, the best value. Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Power Hour with Arthur Idala, a new generation of independent, modern, and savvy consumers who want styling and value are looking at the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander and finding Mitsubishi's industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty and available seven-passenger seating makes Outlander an outstanding choice. Drive one today at Freehold Mitsubishi for best selection. Let's go. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. Well, it's a marvelous night for a moon dance With the stars up above in your eyes A fantabulous night to make romance Need the cover of October skies A little Van Mars in here on a Friday night Live in New York City on 45th Street and 5th Avenue 
sitting in my office with Sam Molino behind the boards. Luca Joseph is here. It is 619 uh, on a Friday. I am definitely looking forward to, uh, I don't have like a fully booked weekend, which is not typical. Um, I will have, I, I sadly announce that uh, there was some graffiti sprayed on the garage door. Luca, did you see the, the graffiti on the garage door? Yes. Pretty nasty, right? Yes. And it's like, I don't even know what it says. I don't even know what, I like, did you even, were you able to read what it said or anything? Not really, no. I know. So, but I did get the graffiti removal. I got to do that. I got to go to Dominic and Enzo's and <clears throat> pick up the little Fiat, <clears throat> excuse me, and need a little bit of love, but I'm excited to do that. Um, <clears throat> but I'm excited to jo- enjoy the city. You know, we talk about Florida, 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 and the exodus to Florida. I um, I got an email from a good friend of mine who moved to Florida, I guess during the summer. And um, he said to me, I never thought I would say this, but I really miss New York, especially the seasons, especially the the fall and the changing of the leaves and those brisk autumn days. Uh, So I love New York. And regarding our next guest, uh, I guess it was last week. I guess it was last week. There was a um, a friend of mine sent in a uh, a couple from Italy. They're from Genoa, Italy, and they were looking to go for lunch. First, they wanted they one of them wants to be a lawyer. I think she's in law school in Italy, and they wanted to go to uh, they wanted to go to lunch. So I wanted to send them to an iconic New York restaurant. Now, not because of our next guests. Uh, that just happens to be a coincidence. But I said, listen, if you really want an iconic New York experience, there's nowhere to go except two blocks from my office. Go to the Lambs Club. I'm pretty sure I know enough people there, like my dear friend Santa Chotwell, to get you in. And uh, I sent them there. They had a uh, 2 o'clock reservation because they went and they walked up and down Fifth Avenue for a little bit. And I got such a beautiful note from them, kind of in broken English because I'm not I'm – not, uh, believe me, I speak Italian well. I don't write it well at all. Um, but telling me what a fantastic experience they have. And why did they have such a fantastic experience? Well, Son Chotwell is a very smart man. And uh, he has partner David Rabin and chef and in charge of all the food and beverage there, Jack Logue. How are you, gentlemen? Doing well, thanks. How are you? Uh, Friday night, New York. I saw that the Christmas tree is is up. It's surrounded with scaffolding. They're putting on whatever it is, the fifty thousand lights. Um, but I want to thank you for giving my um, my friends, that they're kind of my friends' friends, such an unbelievable experience last week. Give us an update. You guys can take turns on uh, what the status, what's going on over at the Lambs Club, and uh, what we have in store uh, for from now until the end of the year. Well, it, this is David. Thank you for having us on again. Um, uh, we're really, this is always, you know, one of the most fun times of year in New York, you know, with all the holiday visitors and everyone from their offices celebrating. So we have a lot of holiday parties for offices coming up in in December. Actually, it probably start end of November. But uh, Jack and, and his crew have cooked up some, sorry for the pun, but uh, put together some great menus, not only for Thanksgiving, but for Christmas and, and for New Year's. So I thought maybe Jack might want to 
take the floor and talk about them a little bit. So, Jack, when you guys have a private events there, I mean, anyone who hasn't been to the Lambs Club, I, and I, you guys might get mad at me for saying this, but you should at least go in and have a drink at the bar right in front, and they'll let you peek your head into the first floor dining room, and then there's a beautiful second floor, and then there's that, like, secret dining room in the back. Where do um, the corporate folks usually have their events, Jack? Yeah, so we try to use uh, all of the spaces, but especially the secret dining room. Uh, that's actually where I am right now at this moment. Um, it's called our Stanford White Room, and it's a beautiful, beautiful space, fireplace, outdoor um, canopy area. Uh, we, lo- we love to promote that because I think it's one of the more fun places for a corporate dinner, uh, both intimate and large. It's, it is a, a special place to be, the way you enter, and uh, it's it's. It's very unique. You know, in today's day and age, what I call many of the new hip places, they look like Ikea. You know, they're very, like, <laughs> minimalist and bland, and the Lambs Club still has that, that old-world New York feel. David, could you give us just a brief history of, of the Lambs Club and its iconic nature? Sure. Well, that room actually, interestingly, was is the one room in the building that uh, Mr. Chotwell had to restore um, basically to the letter of when it was built uh, in the early 20th century by Stanford White. That was the library, and it had to be reconstructed uh, really down to the last nail uh, in there, which is why it's so spectacular. And also Stanford White, uh, he would gift fireplaces to buildings that he created, that he collected old fireplaces from like the 1800s. So that fireplace in there and the fireplace in the main dining room very much predate the actual building, but it was a it was a theater club uh, for some of the most famous actors and actresses in the 30s, 40s. Um, you know, all people you would you would recognize: Fred Astaire, W. C. Fields, etc., and, and many athletes as well. Uh, but over time, it faded a little bit in terms of their membership, and they moved to a smaller club. And Sant, as you have referenced, is so bright he he knew it would make a great hotel, so he took it over. Uh, it took them about eight or ten years to get all the permits and to to restore it, and we opened with him uh, in 2010. He he had Thierry Despont, who's a world famous designer, design the interiors of the hotel. The exterior is is it was existing and had to be propped up and kept because it's federally landmarked. And uh, but our restaurant was also designed by Thierry Despont because we got lucky and Sant used them for the building. So. We were sort of put into this beautiful, incredible space uh, uh, in 2010, and we're closed for a little more than two years, and we just reopened about four months ago. Believe me, I've been giving Santa a hard time of, uh, you know, when when I was dying for you guys to reopen, because you are pretty close to my, my law firm, and uh, I love going there, and you always, you know, there's always like a celebrity spotting in there. Um Jack, let me just ask you, uh, give, give us a little, you know, make our mouth water a little bit. Tell me what's on the, the, autumn, uh, the autumn and uh, December menu. Absolutely, yeah. So we, have, we just put on a few new things for, for fall, winter season. So first we have a, a crab cake. We're doing this one, uh, pretty much fresh Maryland jumbo lump blue crab, little lemon zest, creme fraiche panko breading, and then served over a black truffle vinaigrette with uh, some baby leek, celery, some celery root. It really hits all the notes, acidity, umami, a lot of sweetness in there from the crab, and then the crunch, of course. Wow. The crunch, of course. Right I, lo- I love the crunch. Hold on. I know we interrupt you, uh, Jack, but, like, does there have to be crunch? Is that a part of a, a good um, plate over at the Lambs Club? 
I mean, te- texture is paramount, absolutely. Some, some things have to be crunchy. Some things need to be soft. It should be what it's uh, supposed to be, I think. And, I, Jack, I know you're in charge of all the food and beverages. Is there a special uh, libation? You know, every Friday on this show, I my dad comes up with a libation. Is there a special Lamb's Club uh, fall autumn libation that we could talk about that people excited? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one of our favorites is our, actually our Lamb's Club G&T. So we make our own uh, infused gin and tonic mix. We actually use a immersion circulator to cook it at a low temperature so the alcohol doesn't cook off, but it still infuses with certain botanicals. Right now during the fall and winter time, we have some juniper in there, a little bit of um, <clears throat> you know, tamarack root and stuff like that. So you wouldn't notice it if you didn't know what was happening, and that's kind of the point. We don't want to overpower with technique, and we're not trying to make everything flashy, but we want there to be subtle delicious flavors that when you drink it you're like mm, this is meant to be drunk in the winter time and um are you guys doing anything any special you know uh like holiday season menu like a price fix during you know the christmas week or for new year's eve or any or thanksgiving yeah so let's talk thanksgiving first since it's uh, coming up this week um we are definitely doing a thanksgiving prefix it's a we're doing three courses uh for about 115 bucks a person um you know, for me, Thanksgiving is such an important holiday, especially in the city, especially working in a hotel, restaurant. Um, you know, in 17 years doing this, I've spent two Thanksgivings with my family. So, you know, family is the restaurant business at this point. And for people who come into the hotel or going out to eat, we like to treat them as family as well. So on this particular day for the Lambs Club, that's the most important part is, you know, treating every guest who comes in the door as family. So we're going to have a couple appetizers. We've got Flute Crudo, our new wild mushroom soup, which has been a fan favorite, steak tartare or romaine salad. And then, of course, we have turkey on the main, uh, salmon, an heirloom squash dish for our vegetarians, uh, or a New York strip steak. And every table is going to get a bunch of sides. We've got cranberry sauce, gravy, stuffing. All right, Jack, I got to put you on the spot here. I got to put you. I got to put you on the spot. Like, let's pretend we're on one of those morning shows on the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. <laughs> is there a particular secret that Jack Logue of the Lambs Club has for cooking a moist turkey? Ooh, yes. Are we talking about restaurant or at home? At home. At home. All right. So first and foremost, get that bird thawed. Most important thing to do, it's going to come frozen most likely if you're buying it from the supermarket. That's okay, no problem, but buy it early and get it thawed. Thaw it in the fridge for at least three days. Let it air dry. Get it out of the plastic. Don't be afraid to take out the wings a little bit, take out the legs a little bit. Let it work out. Think about it like you're stretching the bird, but make sure that every single crevice of skin is as dry as possible in the fridge and thawed. From there... You know, well, hold on. Wait, here's, here's my question. Hold on. We got a, a tr- tremendous expert on the line here. I'm going to take advantage of this. To brine or not to brine? That is the question. Is it nobler? Is Sorry. Go ahead. Sorry, that, I was going that off. That is the question. Hello. Go ahead. To brine or not to brine? That is the question. Go for it. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, for me, we brine at the restaurant. At home, it's a little bit difficult because having the right vessel to brine a full turkey in, not many people have it. I do love the effect of the brine because not only is it going to retain more moisture in the actual uh, flesh of the turkey, but it does also help because of the salt content take some of that moisture out of the skin. Right, We're, we're removing moisture through the, from the skin, but we're retaining moisture in the breast and the leg meat. So essentially, brining will help it stay moist, uh, but it's a little bit hard for people 
with their home apparatus. So if you so you know grind, wait hold on let me just interrupt you one second Jack you know what I you know what I brine it in um one of those huge Ziploc bags like the huge ones that you like you put clothes yes in. exactly <laughs> I love and that it, and then I'm gonna tell you how I really cheat and I don't know I know you work really hard and I don't know if you or David ever get a chance to watch some late night infomercials but I take that bird. I put those two prongs through it. I tie up the wings and the and the, the legs, and I set it and forget it. I put it in one of those little rotisserie ovens, but it holds up to like a 22-pound bird. And, then, you know, it just keeps spinning and spinning and spinning. And I will tell you, not that I'm doing a, a commercial for the uh, set it and forget it rotisserie oven, but it comes out spectacular. Yeah, I bet. I bet. And I, I think actually you kind of touched on one of the biggest points that I think a lot of people miss, especially in home cooking with home ovens, is don't mess with it too much. Don't keep opening the oven. Don't mess with the temperature of the oven. Like you want you want it to pretty much set and forget. You know, if you don't have the stopper or if you're not comfortable with that, you can set it on a timer. But realistically speaking, in order to get a moist bird, brine or no brine, season well, liberally with salt. You can stuff the cavity with herbs. Uh, with some fruit if you want. Apples are always great. If you actually want to do stuffing in the cavity, do it, absolutely, because it helps with the airflow. You know, the reason for stuffing is to actually create a more consistent airflow between, um, in terms of the cooking process. Put a little bit of butter, though, underneath the skin on the breast, and that will just naturally uh, moisten, moisten the meat. If you really want to get crazy, make a compound butter. Chop some thyme, some parsley, a little bit of confit shallots and a little bit of garlic in there. Whatever you want to do, lemon zest, anything. Make that. Jack, I am. I am so excited. You got me so excited right now. Um, um, we're talking to Jack Logan, David Rabin of the Lambs Club, the iconic place here, uh, restaurant and and bar here in New York City, private event space. It's really you got to go check it out. Um, last thing though, you said set it and forget it. But how about basting? Do you feel like you got to go in there with that big turkey baster and, you know, put some of that fluid on top of it or just leave it alone? So the short answer is don't. But the, the longer answer, I'll, I'll give you a quick story. I was actually just having this conversation with my younger sister the other day. And I think for the, one of the first times, she's going to be in charge of the family turkey because as wow, I, pressure. I haven't really been pressure. around at Thanksgiving. Right. It's, it's a lot of pressure. And. There was one year that because of a job situation, I was waiting on a restaurant project to open that I did actually cook all Thanksgiving dinner for the family. I regret that decision because now every time I hear about it, but it's <laughs> something that at least now it's created a new bond with me and my sister. So she was asking me for some tips about the turkey. And she was like, to baste or not to baste? Don't baste because you're just going to, you'll ruin the skin and you don't need to baste in order to have a moist turkey. I would much prefer anyone who's listening Put that butter underneath the, uh, the, the skin and on the flesh like we talked about and let the butter do the work for you versus actually taking the juices from the pan and trying to baste the turkey because then the skin's going to get all crinkly. You're not really going to affect the moisture that much. The turkey breast is very large, and it's just going to keep opening the oven, and you're going to waste your heat. Here you go, folks. Only on the Idala Power Hour do we, we we have this range of topics. David Rabin of the Lambs Club. I'm going to give you the last word before we uh, we sign off for the night. Tell us anything special you want anyone to know about uh, Christmas week or New Year's Eve or anything else that you got cooking up that people should come check out. Thanks so much. Um, yeah, well, Christmas Day we're going to have carolers at brunch, which is always fun, and uh, you know New Year's Eve. 
it's sort of a little bit of a cheat. We're on the block that the ball drops or a little bit around it. So you sort of hear all the commotion if you want to go out in the street. Um, but we have a beautiful dinner downstairs in the main dining room and then a bit of a dance party upstairs in the, in the second floor Lamb's Bar, uh, the mezzanine. So a lot of people come, enjoy a great back and then head upstairs uh, after the ball drops. Uh, for We have a DJ booked. It's, it's really a nice night uh, at the Lamb's Club. All right. Well, I just want to thank both of you. Um, Jack Logue and David Rabin of the Lambs Club here on uh, 44th Street. I mean, it is, it's, you know, it, again, it's not because Son Chotwell is, who's the proprietor, is one of my friends. I, I, I send people there because it's unique. Uh, I mean, there are several unique restaurants here in the city of New York, but it has that old world feel that, you know, David touched upon. It was a, you know, artists and sports people club back in the day. It has the eight by tens of all these different uh, old artists and famous people you would know up around the top of the wall. It's just beautifully appointed. And it's a cool, it's a cool, cool, cool spot. So Jack Logue, David Rabin, Lambs Club, thank you for for joining us here on this Friday evening in New York City. Thank you so much. Have a great weekend. Thank Thank you. Appreciate chatting with you. I man, I learned a lot about turkey, man. I am I I want to go home and cook the turkey right now. Um, I got to get someone on to talk about the Christmas Eve meal that I'm in charge of cooking. Um, we're gonna come back and have a little fun in the, the second half of the show. So please don't go away. Stay with us. Please be true. In other words, I love you. Oh, so you, you worked a little Sinatra in there, huh, Cymbalino? Yes, because I of did. The old world thing. All right, yeah. all right. Now, listen, I, my parents appreciate it. I, I, that may be only in the 205 or six shows we've done here in almost a year. That may only be the second or third time you, you busted out a little Sinatra. I'll do it more often. Then. No, no, listen. No, 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 no. You need to, you know, you need to be judicious. I'm not telling you to spread I, it around. I try to give you a good plethora of different I, artists. Now, is it plethora or plethora? Because, I don't know, I think it's plethora. I'm sure someone will text you and correct yeah, us. I, I, yeah, probably uh, the guy from Staten Island. Uh, although he pronounces words all messed up. So I, I definitely, if there's one subject matter I will not rely upon uh, his, his expertise, that would be it. Um, but if you heard the show uh, twice this week, we had people on to talk about court reporting. And, you know, that's because when I do these, these basically these commercials for you, I want to make sure you know what I'm talking about and that I'm not just trying to pitch you something. Um, so... You, if you listened, you learned a lot about court reporting. Court reporters and captioners are in higher demand than ever before. Court systems, schools, television stations, they're all looking for these professionals to record and caption everything from depositions to court cases to live events. And the NCRA has partnered up with Plaza College to offer a free two-week virtual seminar that gives you a glimpse into the world of court reporting and captioning. The program is called A to Z and is being offered free and can be completed from the convenience of your home. So sign up today by emailing info at Plaza College. Wait, before I go, I just want to tell you something. These court reporters, they do so well financially. And Mike Sabella just walked into the office. He and I tried a case. And you're supposed to, when you're a private lawyer, pay X amount of dollars. Your client's supposed to pay X amount of dollars to get the actual transcript. We heard about it. But if you're what's called an 18B lawyer assigned by the court, you pay Y amount, which is a lower amount. 
and I represented a client who didn't have the funds to pay for the, the daily copy. So there was another lawyer on the case with me who was getting 18B rates. So the government was getting was paying for uh, the, the, uh, the daily transcript, and I got in trouble. I got in trouble because I just was like reading off the other guy's transcript as opposed to paying for it. And the the court reporter went up to the chief judge and he's like, yeah, Mr. Idola, he's not playing by the rules. And I got, I got my hand slapped a little bit, but my, I was representing the kid. He really didn't have money, barely getting money to afford us. I actually don't, don't even know if he paid the whole thing. What's the matter? Oh, yeah. Oh, by the way, Mike Sabella reminded me to tell me he was acquitted. He was found not guilty, as was Mr. Sabella's client, who was probably a little more thicker in the soup than my client was. But uh, it just shows you, though, all kidding aside, and everything I just told you is accurate, um, how important uh, the role of the court reporter is in the system and how much juice and how much clout they have. So you should... Go and email info at plazacollege.edu. That's info at plazacollege.edu. Tonight, email info at plazacollege.edu. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Tonight at 7, it's Radio Night Live with a fun Friday edition. And that means Christine Nicholas and I will be welcoming the two founders of the brand newly opened Museum of Broadway. That's tonight at 7. Join us. Craving that signature Sunday sauce? Michaels of Brooklyn will make your place a must. Join Michaels of Brooklyn Sauce of the Month Club. Receive a different jar of Michaels of Brooklyn pasta sauce, homemade pasta and biscotti each month for six months. Make your home the place to be with Michaels of Brooklyn's signature fresh marinara right in your home. Visit michaelsofbrooklyn.com and order online. That's michaelsofbrooklyn.com. Michaels of Brooklyn, serving the community since 1964. This is Mike Gallagher. Visit the Holy Land with me and Inspiration Cruises and Tours because no other trip will be like the Stand with Israel Tour. Call 855-565-5519 or visit StandWithIsraelTour.com. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Power Hour with Arthur Idala. Come experience the all-new 2023 Mitsubishi PHEV, our plug-in hybrid electric vehicle. Bold, capable, electrifying. Reserve yours today. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. Freehold Mitsubishi, just a short ride from anywhere in the metro tri-state area. 732-863-2788. We're back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with New York City's preeminent trial attorney and quintessential New Yorker, attorney Arthur Idala. Well, we're not in Brooklyn yet, but I'm here with Sam Bellino from Brooklyn, and I'm here with Luca Joseph Idala from Brooklyn. Luca, are we going to head to Brooklyn after this, or you want to stay in Manhattan? Brooklyn. You want to eat dinner in Brooklyn? Yeah. You know what you want to eat tonight yet, or what? I'm not too the sure. The other night, Wednesday night, where did we wind up? What did we eat? Chinese. Chinese. So can we mix it up tonight, do a little something different? Yes. All right. Um, I just want to talk a little more substantively for a moment uh, about something in the law. Uh, Elizabeth Holmes. Many people may not know her name, but she's the founder of Theranos, which was it was a pretty big uh, like deal. She claimed to have technology where like with a block uh with a with a drop of blood 
they were able to like test you for so many things and and uh, they were going to be able to get so many different blood results like in a very 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 short amount of time and like people uh donated not donated invested billions with a b billions of dollars um turned out the whole thing was a a fraud um i mean she claims that i mean she went to trial she was convicted almost a year ago in january but she's going to be she was sentenced today she was sentenced to 135 months behind bars uh this was in california uh she's 38 years old and here's the kind of the punchline for me when i was reading this she's pregnant so uh right now she doesn't have to surrender until april it doesn't say i couldn't find it but it seems like uh she's probably going to give birth outside of prison um and then there's a kid who's going to be raised I guess, I hope, by her father while her mom's in jail. Oh, yeah, I'm looking at a picture. She's clearly showing. So, yeah, she will have given birth. I don't know. So she got pregnant clearly after she's convicted. Is that the right thing to do, to get pregnant and bring a child into this world who's going to be raised at least to the age of 11 without a mom? I'm not judging. You make that decision for yourself. But she's getting 11 years and uh, three months. She's going to appeal. She's going to ask to be out pending appeal. Um, to her husband, you know, raising a, a child without a mom is definitely a challenge. So, um, not sure. I'm not sure. I'm going to leave it at that. I'll shut my mouth. Um, we are going to come back. We're going to talk to Luca about sports a little bit. We're going to talk about Padre Lou's libation and uh, maybe we'll talk a little bit about Ariana's birthday party. So, um, we love parties. So don't go anywhere. We love talking about parties. We love parties. If you love a party and you want to have a party that you're that's going to be memorable. Let's face it, we all go to different venues for different events and you know, unless it's some place like the Plaza or the Pierre or the Waldorf Astoria, a lot of these venues they all kind of, you know, meld into one into another. And I mean, you remember the food and you remember the music. Um, that's kind of what you remember, right? Usually you remember the, the music and like where people up and dancing and partying. And then you'll say, although you usually don't say the food is good. It's either the food was awesome or horrible. Um, but a place where you're going to go where you'll definitely remember the event is the Atlantis yacht with New York cruises. Why? It's just unique. It's unique. It's not like every place you know here in the five boroughs. It's unique. Uh, it's like kind of the Rainbow Room, right? I mean, you go to an event at the Rainbow Room in uh, Top of the Rock. It's very unique. You don't forget it. Well, the Atlantis Yacht with New York Cruises is in the same class as the Rainbow Room in terms of something you'll never forget. The hospitality from when they walk you onto the ship to the hors d'oeuvres, the past hors d'oeuvres, the hors d'oeuvre bar, the regular alcohol bar, the bartenders. You go upstairs, downstairs, down another level, outside. I mean, it's just, it's a blast. Um, if you still have the opportunity to throw a little Christmas party or you want someone to go for New Year's Eve, just call 212-633-1231, 212-633-1231, or... 
go to the website, www.newyorkcruises.com. Whether it's a corporate event, wedding, engagement, anniversary, bar mitzvah, bar mitzvah, retirement, just book the party on the Atlantis Yacht. 212-633-1231. It will be an unforgettable event. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Power Hour with Arthur Idala, a new generation of independent, modern, and savvy consumers who want styling and value are looking at the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander and finding Mitsubishi's industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty and available seven-passenger seating makes Outlander an outstanding choice. Drive one today at Freehold Mitsubishi for best selection. Let's go. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. What's for dinner? Burgers? After last week, no thanks. Avoiding foods due to fear of diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools? It may not be just stomach issues. It could be EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency. EPI can cause uncomfortable symptoms because it's a condition where the pancreas doesn't release enough digestive enzymes to break down food. But EPI can be managed. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor about your symptoms. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by Abby. Relief Factor. Pain relief that works, pain relief that's real, pain relief that is liberating tens of thousands of Americans from their daily pain, me included, but not just me. It's people like Leah from Ohio. This is Leah's story. One Sunday morning, I sat on my couch in so much pain I was in tears. That's the day I ordered Relief Factor. Following directions in eight days, I found relief only to get better and better. I am a believer 100%. That should be you. That could be you. Find out today by, by ordering the three-week quick starter pack at relieffactor.com. It'll be at your door in three days or less. Take it morning and evening like I do, and I promise you by the end of those three weeks, you will know whether it works for you like it works for me, Leah, and thousands of your fellow Americans. Don't wait any longer. You deserve to know. It just makes sense. What have you got to lose except the pain? Call today, 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. You deserve to know if you could be the next success story like Leah. 800-500-8384. ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com. Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970. The Answer. So, fun fact about this song, it is from the 52nd Street album, which came out in 1978, went number one on the U.S. album chart. This was his sixth studio album. It was also the first commercial album to be released on CD. Ah, there we go. CD. My father gave me a DVD yesterday, a fairly special one. We'll talk about that, but um, another time. But I realize I don't have a DVD player at home. But I realize, Padre, that I do have one in the office. I have a computer, and I could download it and, and figure it out. Uh, before we go to Luca and then Padre lose libation, as a lawyer, you know, I guess I'm obligated to touch upon this, although I'm sure you've been hearing it all day. A, a big event did happen in the world of the law, and we could dig into it maybe next week with uh, an, expert, an expert. This is from the Attorney General of the United States of America, Merrick Garland, who should, in my opinion, have been on the United States Supreme Court. 
Based on recent developments, including the former president's announcement that he is a candidate for president in the next election and the sitting president's stated intention to be a candidate as well, I have concluded that it is in the public interest to appoint a special counsel, Garland said in a statement. Such an appointment underscores the department's commitment to both independence and accountability in particularly sensitive matters. It also allows prosecutors and agents to continue their work expeditiously expeditiously and to make decisions indisputably guided only by the facts and the law. So he's trying to say, say you know, look, the, the former president and the new president, the, the current president, they're going to go to war. Obviously, any decisions regarding President Trump that are being investigated by the Justice Department can have a tremendous impact on that. And therefore, I am appointing a special prosecutor. That special prosecutor, Jack Smith, uh, I believe for a period of time he worked here in Brooklyn in the Eastern District of New York. So we will dig into that on a weekday next week when, you know, I don't want to have as much fun as I want to have right now. And um, I think I'll probably have uh, a guest on who actually knows Jack Smith and uh, what he's like as a prosecutor. My understanding is he's a no-nonsense prosecutor who's actually tried some cases, so he knows how to investigate and he knows the type of evidence that you need to win at a trial. Luca Joseph. There was a big announcement yesterday for the New York Yankees and Major League Baseball. What was that announcement? That Aaron Judge was the MVP. Was the MVP of the American League, correct? Yes. All right. Now, Luca, is that like a common thing for the New York Yankees? Uh, yes. Um, have they have any Yankees won it before? 13 other Yankees. Oh, and who was the last one? Alex Rodriguez. Do you know what year that was? 2007. Alex A-Rod won it in 2007. I don't remember him having such a spectacular year. 2009, when they won the World Series, I know he did really well. Do you know what the vote count was, the first place votes? Um, 28 out of 30, Judge Scott. Do you know who got the other two? Um, Otani. Oh, from the Angels, right? Yes. All right, last question, Luke, before I let you go. Um, and you'll think about what you want to do for dinner, because you're a hungry 16-year-old. What are your thoughts? I know no one knows the answer. You think Judge stays in New York, or you think he opts out somewhere else? I think it's uh, 50-50. Oh, Luca Joseph really going out on the limb with a 50-50 uh, uh, guess as to what Judge does. I He said a couple of good things yesterday, but I'm not overly optimistic. You know, it's uh, it, it, we're, we're in the big leagues here in New York. You know, when I had... The, um, the the mayor on, the, I'm sorry, the deputy mayor on from uh, Joshi from Philadelphia. You know, when I said, why, why, why'd you have to leave Philadelphia? Why'd you come to New York? And she said, you know, this is the city. This is New York. This is the big time. And I'm sure uh, a judge feels that, but there's a lot of pressure that comes with that. And maybe he wants to eschew that pressure because he's going to get a lot of money wherever he goes. But if he does feel the pressure, you know what he could do? On a Friday night in New York City, listening to the Idola Power Hour, he could have a Padre Lou libation. Yes, here on November 18th, one day after the birthday of Ariana Idola, and one day before the birthday of Mary Ann Veronica Piazza Idola. One is one, and one's going to be 82. Uh, yes, Ariana hit the big one, and Chicky Reader Idola's hitting the big 82. On uh, tomorrow, it's a chilly autumn. Time for apples, apple cider, and apple jack. Pick up a relatively inexpensive bottle of apple jack at your friendly liquor store. If you don't already have one, I, I do not have apple jack. Pour two ounces into your ice filled cocktail shaker. 
half an ounce of lime juice and half an ounce of grenadine. That's you know, Padre's big with the grenadine. I don't, eat, I don't, I'm not big grenadine. So we're talking about applejack, lime juice, grenadine. Padre Lou suggests you get a little bit of venturesome and take out an egg, hold it over a cup and break it in half, keeping the yolk in the shell, letting the egg white dribble into the cup. Pour the egg white into the shaker with the other ingredients and shake it vigorously. Then strain into your pre-chilled cocktail glass. And as you first gaze at the foam-topped Autumn Delight cocktail, sit back, take a sip, savor it, and swallow it. As you contemplate as to what variety of wines you will have at your Thanksgiving dinner next week. Uh, Padre always had a rule at our Thanksgiving dinners that it had to be American wine. Uh, we, I would say, the, like 90% of the time drank Italian wine on Sunday afternoons at 2 o'clock after we would come home from St. Anselm's Church uh, Mass. Uh, but on Thanksgiving, they were always uh, American wines. Now, I'll be with my in-laws on Thanksgiving for the meal, and even though my father-in-law, Geraldo, was born in Sicily and stayed there until his teenage, almost his teenage years, until 12, uh, he drinks the California wines, and my father, who was born in uh, New York, um, in East Harlem, grew up on Bureau Avenue in the Bronx, he drinks the Italian wines. It's pretty funny. Uh, the uh, the pure American blood drinks the Italian wines, and the pure Sicilian blood drinks the American wines. Uh, well, Luca, I had a great week. I worked hard. Tell me a little bit. What did you think of your sister's party last night? It was great. Did you think she had a good time at a one-year-old? Yes. She had a wonderful time. And it was just the family. It was just grandmas and grandpas and brothers and sisters and cousins, aunts, uncles, and godparents. I think it was only 15 or 17 people. Uh, we really, really, really had a, a wonderful night. And as I reach over, as we end the show, I'm going to open up Life's Little Instruction Book. And number 182, it's a very simple one. But maybe uh, on a little bit of a chilly weekend, we could all use this with our significant other. Be romantic. You hear that, Sam Bellino? Yeah, I hear Be it. romantic. And you know what You know what Arthur did today? He sent Marianne a bouquet, a big bouquet of flowers. I said, thank you for the wonderful birthday party, Mommy. Love, Ariana. But I think Marianne knew that Ariana did not send her the bouquet. I hope you all have a wonderful weekend. I look forward to Monday. We'll get back at it. Be safe. Be happy. Give everyone you love a big hug. Ciao. The preceding program, sponsored by Freehold Mitsubishi. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.